That was the news. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. It is 8.04 a.m. I cannot see outside, so I don't know what the weather is like, but I'm assuming that the sky still exists and, you know, we haven't fallen out of space, which is nice. Yeah. The, the sky isn't falling, so we're good. Yeah, that's right. I haven't heard any trumpets, uh, you know. Not G- yet. G- the, the, sc- the sky hasn't, you know, rolled up like a scroll, so... Mm-hmm. For the moment, we can keep doing Faith <laughs> FM. You're listening to The Breakfast Show, as I said. And we are going to get into our next quiz question. Yes, this one is a fill-in-the-blank. A new blank I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this, all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Mm, a new blank I give to you. If you know what that blank is, zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. That is our number to text. And if you text that number with the correct answer, we have two incredible prizes. Mm. We were just talking with Tony Benjamin from Voice of the Martyrs about persecution and both of these books. Hearts of Fire, two stories about persecution, trouble on the way, talking about the theme of persecution, what persecution is, how it operates, how people overcome persecution. Both of these books are amazing. We want to give them to you absolutely for free. The only way to get them for free, though, is to win the draw, which will be spun at 8.45 this morning. So you guys have this question and another one. These are your final opportunities. Right now, what is this? This is the second last question. So this is the penultimate opportunity Mm -hmm. to get in for the prize. Again, that number 0491-064-669 is the number to text, and you can win these prizes. These books absolutely for free. Powerful stuff. No, I, I, I was really, I was really blessed. I was really yep. blessed by Tony's interview, mm. um, and the profile that he gave us of what's happening around the world and also making things clear. I think, um, I, I, man, I've talked about this on the breakfast show before once, but I want to talk about it again because it was so insightful. And mm. I, I listened to an audio book. It was called Defying Jihad. And it was the story of Esther Ahmad, who was a like devout Muslim in pa- in Pakistan. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, Have, possibly, you, have uh, you read possibly. this book? Like, I haven't, no. Dude, it was such an eye-opener. I traveled down to Melbourne and back. Mm-hmm. And on the on the way, we like listened to this book. It yep. was like really cool. And... It's just like a phenomenal story of this person's life converting out of Islam into Christianity. And at at one point, like this woman, she was, I think she was a biologist. She was was in some scientific field, very well educated and whatnot, Mm. uh, because she had a relatively wealthy merchant father. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, does some Bible studies with a guy on her university campus in her town in Pakistan. And, uh, you know, for Christians in Pakistan who like aren't who who are like brought up Christian they they're very disadvantaged and there's persecution yep. that takes place uh, but at the same time if they stick to themselves they're not too pressured mm. but for a muslim to convert to christianity yeah that's it's like huge huge no no very very bad and so she ends up converting and as a result, she's like tried for a couple of weeks every single day. There's different imams coming in, challenging her on what she believes. And she's giving answers back. And as a result, I believe it's her mom and her brother and sister become converted and whatnot. Amazing. But the end result is that her dad is resolved to like, yeah, like her life's over basically. And mm. She escapes 
uh, that place. But at one point, like before her conversion to Christianity, like she was being groomed to be a suicide bomber. Like she was, she was in the throes of radical, of radical Islam. And, and one of the things she talks about in her book is despite her rejection of radical Islam, she then wouldn't also say like, she says, Oh yeah, radical Islam is, you know, something different. Mm -hmm. But then she's like, also like, getting to a point of reading and understanding the Quran and, and studying it for herself. Yes. She's like, no, this is a book that falls far short of what the Bible gives to us. And furthermore, uh, like in, in terms of the Quran as a religious mm. text, furthermore, like she, she says earnestly, she's like, no, I, the, the, the moniker that's, you know, often or the rhetoric that's shared by Christians and mm. Muslims are like that. Oh, we worship the same God. She's like, I also don't think that's true. Yes. You know, in, in the Bible, we see a God of love, which mm. is, it's different to the, to what's, you know, shared in, in the Quran. And, and one of the big things she says as well is like the big reason why the Quran, if, if you've ever read the Quran, if mm. you're listening today and you've read the Quran in an, in a language other than, um, Arabic, mm-hmm. you have not read the Quran, accord- yes. at least according to, um, Muslims and Islamic people, mm-hmm. like, the only way to read the Quran is in the original language. If you read the Quran outside of the original language, then you have read like a translation of the Quran, but it's not holy, right? It's that they yeah. say it's like, it's not holy. It's not true. It's not right unless you read it in English. And she says, well, actually, the reason they do this is because if you put it in your native language and come to fully understand it, like if you read a proper translation of mm-hmm. it, like it's the information that's being shared there, it's just isn't good it's just it's not good it's not it's it does not stack up at all to the truth and the depth uh that the bible has and and so i think what tony was sharing again we don't come at this you know saying hey we hate islamic people and we Mm. don't like them no we we seek their best yes uh, as we seek the best of jewish people and hindu people Mm. and Pakistani people and American people and the east to the west. Yeah. From people all over the place. Mm -hmm. But also we can truly recognize that the Bible is the word of God. Mm. Jesus is our Lord and savior and faiths that deny that very fact. It's like, Hey, there is light that needs to be shed in that space. And that's why evangelism exists. That's why ministry Mm -hmm. exists. That's why the great commission exists. That's what Jesus has told us to do to teach the, people all things that he has commanded us yes. and furthermore to baptize them and to help them to join mm. the community of, of of faith and spread the gospel the good news absolutely and and as well i'm you know i'm not letting christians off the hook too yeah. like we <laughs> definitely fall short Ooh, in, in many ways and those falling short happen because of our lack of embracing of what the Bible says, mm. whether through, you know, official doctrine and belief or whether it's through uh, just our personal actions and whatnot. Yes. Our falling short is not a reflection of, of the truth of God's word mm. and the love of Christ. Uh, it, it is a reflection of our, our sin. Yes. But does this negate uh, the the trueness or the truth of God's word. Absolutely not. Mm. And so that's what we are here to share. That's what we are here to talk about. And today's topic in particular in Psalm 103, which we are going to be spending all of our time, is what we're looking at. This is really amazing. Forget mm. not all his benefits. This is a quote yes. from the Psalm. And this is like one of my favorite topics ever. Like when it comes to the Bible, 
the benefits that one receives as a result of following the Lord. Oh, absolutely. I cannot bang on enough about this. And that's because my perspective, and, and for you as well, mm, Nikita, mm-hmm. both of us coming from non-Christian backgrounds, yes. becoming Christian, coming from non-Christian families, coming from secular uh, secular, you know, organizations and, and whatnot. I don't know. I, I My exposure to Christianity growing up is, you know, though I came from a very secular background, mm. I did go to a Christian school and and whatnot and, and had some good perspectives and, and had some really positive experiences there. But yeah. coming into a life of faith. Yes, it's I, very different. I can just not attest enough as to the benefits that one can receive by following Jesus. A hundred percent. Like I've actually been studying Matthew in my own personal time before going to bed and um from the prayer conference the pastor actually was just like these are the things that I highlight for my devotion. So like mm. my duty, God's promises, so on and so forth. And yeah. I've been highlighting a definite, decent amount of God's promises yeah. and the duties that Jesus calls us to as yeah. Christians. And it's just by doing this, there's a promise. Yeah. Like the Beatitudes. If yeah. you are this, you get this. If yeah. you are this, you get this. And it's just like, that's that's amazing. It's, it's crazy. And mm. even the very fact that it's just like, Come all to me, you who are heavy laden, and like get your yoke off of you. I will put my yoke on you, mm. like, and carry your cross. It's those things that Jesus calls us to. But there's a promise at the end of it, mm. and if we lay aside all our burdens and everything that is possibly an idol to us as well, Jesus has a promise for us in the future for being in His kingdom. Yeah. It's just absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it's it, I, 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 simply uh, you could say. Uh, summarize Romans mm. eight thirty two. He who did not spare his own son but delivered him up for us all, how will he not freely give with him all things? Yes. If Jesus was willing to die on a cross for your salvation, how much more is he willing to help you through the throes of life in which will you know, if, if he helps you through those will better enable you to reach others? Like it's it's so clear. You're listening to the breakfast show. Connect with us on 0491-064-669. I do want to ask a question, though, before I get mm-hmm. into this. Is this the same, you know, what we're saying now, the benefits that are received from living a life with God, is this the same as the prosperity gospel? Oh, n- no. Mm. I-, I wouldn't say that. God doesn't promise us riches and galore and everything like that. He says it's even it's harder for a person who is rich to go through, enter the gates into his kingdom than a camel going through the eye of a needle. Mm. Um, so we're not promised um, all these riches and all these different things. Like, sure, there will be people... There are definitely stories of people who have had a lot of money within the Bible, Um a lady who was um, had clothing that was with purple dye and everything like that. She was very rich, and she spent her money to help um, the ministry of the apostles, if I remember correctly. Yeah, Acts chapter sixteen, yes. Lydia. Um, yeah, the seller of purple, absolutely. And, yeah, and we see here like. So this is this is an interesting concept. This is interesting. We are going to get into Psalm 103 yes. very soon, <laughs> but I, I want to have a look at this because I, I find it really interesting. Because this has been translated, or the idea of the benefits from following God has been translated into the prosperity gospel. Mm. Uh, and that's the thing: like God does promise us prosperity. You know, there, there's this passage. This is from Malachi chapter three. Yep. In verse eight, it says, "Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me." 
but you say, in what way have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings. So this is, mm. it opens up here and it says, okay, God is communicating to these people. You have robbed God by keeping tithe and offering from him. Yes. Now, tithe and offering is really important to the functioning of a church community. Mm-hmm. And particularly, like, if you look back at Israel, yeah. uh, the the way that that function is that the tithes would go to the Levites, mm. basically the, the class of both priests and social workers yes. of Israel, like those who keep and maintain and help maintain the spiritual well-being of the nation, mm-hmm. the tithes would go to them. And people would hold back their tithes, and as a result, the Levites could do less work. Yeah. It says, okay, you've robbed me by not keeping, by not giving tithe. And it says, you are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. You know, mm. we can see here, you have robbed the entire nation by not giving tithe, because the the entire spiritual well-being of the nature, nation is depleted yeah. because of that lack of tithe. But then it says here, bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house, and this is food for the Levites. Mm-hmm. And try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour out for you such a blessing that there will not be enough room to receive it. There is a promise of prosperity in the Bible. Mm. I I don't want to say, like, I, I don't feel comfortable with saying completely, like, God doesn't offer prosperity and support because that's not true. It clearly does. But what the name and claim of the prosperity mo- movement does is essentially they say, hey, it's it's a, this appeasement style. It, it gets back to, I think, its roots really in paganism, which is the more you give, yes. the more you receive. And that's the unfortunate thing you hear in a lot of prosperity um, churches where mm. they preach that sort of gospel. Yeah. Um, by giving this much um, money to our church, you ma- you can possibly even get into the draw for getting this much money back. And yeah, 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 yeah. Hundreds of um, thousands of dollars and you're just like – is that true faith or is that like yeah. I'm getting the money back? They make it sound like a like a crypto or like a or like a rug pull or like, <laughs> it's like an investment scheme like yes. a, like a it's, you know you put in you'll get 10x back kind mm. of thing. Whereas what the Bible is saying is give what you can. Yes. And and the Bible is very much leaving that to your conscience. It does say tithe, so tithe is ten percent. There is a, yeah. a mandatory tithe, but in regard to offering, like give what you can, and God will supply your needs. Uh, he will open up the storehouses to give you what you need. You know, and whether that is, uh, I was talking earlier in the show about the hundred and fifty dollars a week that I was living yeah. at one point <laughs> in my life, or whether it's you know the riches of the likes of Solomon or Abraham. Like mm. there were rich people, and God enabled. Their prosperity, like God is not anti-prosperity, yes. but he does say, and he can see clearly the harm that certain Absolutely. prosperity can bring to people. And so he keeps that away from certain people. I feel as though in my life, you know, I do look forward to a future of mm. having full-time employment. And right now I'm a student, yeah. having full-time employment, being paid, being looked after, like all those things. But I don't look forward necessarily to a future of being filthy rich, nor do I think I could handle that. I think I really, God has put me on a path that is positive and a benefit to me. And so we see here, like, it's the earnest isn't on you of like, Mm. if you do da 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 da, then God. Yes. You know, the earnest has always been on God Mm -hmm. that whatever you can give, God, like, whatever, whatever state you're in, God is there. 
to help. God is there to yeah. to resource and to reach out and, and whatnot. Like God is the one being generous, not you. Mm-hmm. This is the huge point. You know, God isn't compelling this great generosity from you that's that's far better and greater, but just then to pay you back, like Absolutely. in terms of a transaction. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, look, if you're willing to give for my cause, like yes. you, you'll have what you need. And Definitely. That's it awesome. actually makes me think of, um, I was listening to a sermon from Pavel Goya a while back where he breaks down the prayer model found in Matthew um, 6. Mm. And it says in verse 11, give us this day our daily bread. Yeah. And in the Greek, it's basically saying, give unto me as I give unto others. Mm. So it it is looking after our physical needs as well as our spiritual needs. And it's just like, um, how do we actually give unto others? Do we really care? And in the means that we have, like I love to cook for other people. So my excuse is to get other people into the house so I can cook dinner for them. And that is in a way, it's a blessing for me to be able to have that communion with others and stuff like that. And that actually grows a group and a circle mm. there. Um, now, I, I think what's beautiful is as much as we can focus on the concept of prosperity gospel as, yes. it, as when it comes to benefits, Psalm 103, and I wanted to take mm. this bit of a side because it really brings us back into focus, the real benefit of a life of faith. Because mm. it opens up here. It says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, with all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Yes. Of course, classic song lyrics yes. as well, <laughs> as well as a beautiful psalm. Of course, the psalm came first, not the mm-hmm. song. But I was definitely introduced to this verse, not as a psalm, but as a, <laughs> as a song. Bless the Lord, O my soul, all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. So it mm. says, it's like, yep, bless the Lord, bless the Lord. It's like repeating it over and over again. Yes. Real emphasis here. Forget not all his benefits. Now, can you pick up from verse 3 and read to verse 5? It's like, okay, what's the amazing benefits yes. that God is trying to give us? From verse 3 in the New King James says, Who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Okay, let's break this down. Firstly, who forgives all your iniquities. Mm. This is the first benefit of a life of faith. God forgives all your iniquities. This is far above and greater any sum of money that God could possibly give you. If you if you were to receive a billion or ten billion or Mm. fifty billion dollars right now, that far and away pales in comparison to the price of forgiveness. Because, you know, that money you can use for the limited amount of time you have on this earth to, you know, enjoy some kind of pleasures. You know, I think if I was to receive a billion dollars and to use it on my pleasures, I'm like, okay, yep, I want to buy some nice cars and a big (laughs) house and uh, do a bunch of fun stuff. Like that, that's literally like all that I can think of doing. I'm in in my heart of hearts. I'm not a very charitable person. You know, I think it's Jesus that compels that. In me, like, and and that's I think why God has been gracious to me in not enabling to me to be incredibly wealthy. Um, yes, because like, yeah, really, I get you there. like the first thing my mind thinks about is like, oh, I've had lots of money, oh, the amazing fun times I'd you know I'd, I'd be able to give, but this is this is only worth its weight while you're living, mm. which is for the yes. 
you know, limited 80 to 90, potentially, or possibly if you're a good vegetarian or vegan, 100 plus, <laughs> like, or something like that. We've got some head shakes in the studio this morning. Hey, guys, Blue Zones, like, I've read the book. Uh, yeah, yeah I've, I've watched I'm, the documentary. <laughs> Plant-based diets definitely contribute to long life. Uh, but... What what does it matter if you have so many riches and are only looked after for you know for eighty years and oh sure you can enable generational wealth and maybe that money will last for maybe at the most three to four to five generations at the very very most but God forgiving your iniquities yes giving you it's- salvation for eternity there mm-hmm. is no sum of earthly cash. That is worth that. And what did it cost? The life of God. Mm. Cost, you know, Jesus' death on the cross. It had the highest price. Yes. And it is the biggest blessing. If we talk about benefits from God, that's the one right there. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. I'm joined by myself, Lawson. Got Nikita getting it done on the mic. We've got Rachel and Shell <laughs> on the desk. And Rachel's joining us. Should we ask Rachel some questions? Oh, Ooh, oh yes. maybe, maybe she doesn't want to get segment. on the mic. <laughs> no, we should. Oi, Rachel, how are you going? Morning. How are you, everyone? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well they're good. We're good. You know, we're, we're grateful to have you in here. What, what piqued your interest in being a part of Faith of Him? Of course, you're doing some learning right now on how to produce and run the desk. What, what, what led to that? I am. Michelle has been gracious enough to let me in. Mm. Um, look, I've got a little bit of history in radio. One of my very first jobs out after graduating from uni was a volunteer at Adventist oh, World Radio. Wow. Yeah, shout out England. AWR. Yeah, yeah in amazing. England for a year. So that was that really sort of set, I guess, or piqued my interest in this area. And I've done a little bit of um, television work before, so I have a little bit of history in oh, media. You got a media awesome. background? Okay, okay. <laughs> we, we we are blessed then this morning mm-hmm. to have you know joining us in the studio, someone very well equipped to to help us <laughs> and to be a part of the show. That's awesome, man. We've got to get you on the mic more. Oh, not just yet. Thanks. Though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Rachel. Hey, let's get into our final quiz question for today. Guys, this yes. is not just for today, but for the week. This is your last opportunity to win the prize. Here we go, Nikita, give it to okay, us. Okay, multiple choice. So keep an ear out again. Whom did Pharaoh order to kill all the Hebrew baby boys? Was it A, midwives, B, soldiers, C, the baby's parents, or D, his chief servant. Mm. Whom did Pharaoh order to kill all the Hebrew baby boys? A, Mm. midwives, B, soldiers, C, the baby's parents, or D, his chief servant? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, powerful stuff. And again, our prizes for this week, Trouble on the Way, Hearts of Fire 2, both of these we are giving absolutely for free as the result of the draw, mm. given to us by Voice of the Martyrs, Tony Benjamin, fantastic books. Get that number, 0491 Just got a text message in from Simon. It says, hey, guys, great message this morning. I have a document named A Vow of Prosperity on my fridge. It has relevant scripture declare into my day. I have listened to a head preacher say, if you give to a miracle offering, you will receive amazing miracles from God. Is this compelling me to give? And I think this is really important, like to to consider. I think Mm. this is really important to consider. The question is, why do we give? Like, why do we give financially, say to the church? And the first and foremost reason 
for tithe and for offering mm. is to benefit the ministry. Yes. There is a, and, and I feel like people don't talk about this and it, it's weird. Like I've been in different churches. I've been in different denominational mm. churches in different denominations and whatnot. And there is for some reason, this focus on the supernatural element of giving, which yep. is really important. Don't get me wrong. Like, you know, sowing seed, like that stuff, mm-hmm. you know, I think again, some people take it into the name and claim prosperity gospel aspect that I think is a bit negative and, and puts too much focus on like, give to get Mm -hmm. rather than giving to give because the reality is there is a very practical purpose for giving offering and that is that you support the continuance of the ministry. Yes. You pay tithe, the church keeps running. Mm -hmm. You give offering, more evangelism is enabled. Our mission as Christians is to enable the message to go forward. Mm -hmm. That requires funds naturally, you know, to support the people who are doing that work, whether it's pastors or Bible workers or just the ministries and volunteers of the churches in general. Like there is a practical purpose for your money. And that is the main point that God is coming from. Like Mm -hmm. guys, how have you robbed me? How have you robbed your nation? Oh, well, as a result of not giving, like yes. we've fallen into disarray. And this was a, a hurdle that they were constantly going through, you know, in the late stages of Judea and Israel before their destruction and the captivity to Babylon and Assyria and whatnot. You know, there was instances in which the, the offerings and the tithes weren't being given. Mm. So then as a result, like the Levites weren't able to work and they had to go back to farming and whatnot. And then like the sanctuary service wasn't happening Mm. and the sanctuary was left in all kinds of disarray and not cleaned and not looked after and like all all kinds of issues and, Mm. and problems as a result. And so like the first and foremost reason why we give and why we should be compelled to give is because of the blessing it can be to others. Yes. We given give we give unto others because we've been given such a great and yeah. grand gift of Jesus dying on the cross for our sins, for our mm. transgressions that we've committed against God. Yeah. And that's the beautiful thing. Like the money that we get is not our own money. God's so blessed us true. Yes. with that money. And it's just like, okay, if God's so gracious to give me like Hey, Centrelink. <laughs> yeah. Centrelink money. Shout out, Seno. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The money that we end up earning is a gift that God has given us. And how are we as, well, we're all ministers in a way because the way that we live, the way that we act will either reflect or show the gospel or it will show what the world is like. Mm. Um, so how do we want to be actual good stewards of the money that God has given us? Yeah, and uh, a particular story of this that I find interesting is not a story of myself. It's actually of uh, Lyle, one of our uh, <laughs> one one of our offsiders here on the breakfast show. Uh, Lyle, you know, he tells this story of growing up, coming from very humble means, you know, in, in mm. Tassie, living in the human you know human valley, whatnot. And uh, he tells this story of you know we lived a very humble life, uh, but his his dad, who recently mm-hmm. passed away, uh, but his dad would would give a double tithe. And, mm. and every month he would give a double tithe and, and because he really wanted to support the ministry. Yeah. And despite their humble means, it's like, hey, we want to give what we can to support mm. the work of God going forward. Yes. But then one month uh, they decided, oh, you know, and we don't have the best financial outlook. So let's just, just cut it back to one tithe. Yeah. And... That was, it, Lyle describes it as the hardest and most financially pressing month that they ever went through. Hmm. And so after that month, they went back to giving, despite their financial outlook, yeah. a double tithe. And through all of that, despite, again, 
their the humble you know setting that they were in god provided them with what they needed to yes. be able to get through and you know both of the, their sons you know lyle and his brother and then their grandkids mm. and all that you know they've come up as successes in their lives and 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 uh you know they haven't fallen into total ruin and disarray and mm. all those things but really i see there like the motivation for them mm. to give a double tie purely came from we want to support the ministry mm. and they were given what they needed as a result it's absolutely really beautiful because i heard a similar story um about this gentleman i think he used to pay 20 percent instead uh, instead of the 10%. Mm. And then he also had a really hard, um, difficult time too. But instead of going down, he was just like, you know what? I'm just going to trust God in this period and go 30% instead wow. of 20. Ooh. And it's just like, okay, Jesus is in your hands. And God provided all the more. And it's just like, mm. we just need to rely on him or there will be difficulties. Yeah. And like, it's the thing of our choice in the end. Are yeah. we going to rely on God or are we just going to rely on self in a way? Mm, absolutely. And the expectation of what we receive from God, I don't think is, you know, an, an exponential forecasted profits by mm. giving, uh, yeah. giving our tithe. But rather, again, as we reflect on this initial passage of Psalm 103 that we mm. read, you know, we saw who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction. Yes. And I think, you know, that, that concept there, redeeming your life from destruction, both talking about, I think, a physical reality. And I think of uh, the psalmist, David, writing this, you know, and he mm. was someone who was very much at threat of his life falling into destruction in a physical sense, as, yes. a, as a man of war, as a warrior, <laughs> you know, fighting people and whatnot. He saves your life from destruction. But also the self-inflicted destruction that we can go through, you know, mm. the sin that leads us our life to, to end up in ruin. You know, he crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Like, he has given us so much, and it's much more than money. It is forgiveness and grace. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. We have no more questions. We well, we Only will answers. give answers, but first, mate, we got to spin a wheel. Yes, we have we do. prizes to give right now. Mm-hmm. So, guys, get ready. We are going to spin the wheel for all the people who answered quizzes correctly today. Here we go. Right now, we will spin the wheel. All right, it's spinning. It's spinning. It's slowing it down. Be? It's slow. Oh. And we have a winner for this week. Congratulations to Deanne for winning our amazing prizes. We have Hearts of Fire as well as Trouble on the Way. We will send these over to you. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. We're so stoked and happy for you. And yeah. When you finish reading the books, please give us a review because I want to buy them. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, let's get through some of our answers for the quiz this week. Okay. So Lawson, tell me. In in Matthew 8, demons caused the ruin of a herd of what domestic animal? Pigs. Pigs. They, they, these pigs, they were, you know, all hanging hanging out in that area. And Jesus has a very interesting interaction with a yes. demon-possessed person. who, And the demons talk to him. And, mm-hmm. and, and they, they fully recognize, like, oh, Jesus is too legit for us. Like, we, yep. we need to get out of here lest we be destroyed. And they jump into some pigs and run off the mm. side of a hill. And Jesus is kind of forced out of the town as a result of this. They're like, look, yes. we don't want you around, bro. So, because yeah. of the financial yeah. aspects. Yeah, yeah absolutely. 
losing losing their farm animals. So yeah. sad stuff for them. But yeah, it was the, it was the pigs, which I, you know, in my opinion, we talked about <laughs> we talked about pork and ham and stuff <laughs> earlier this week. Yuck, um, you know, good. Been good. there, done that. I'm good. Have pigs <laughs> as pets. Pigs, yes. are, pigs are cute. They are adorable. Don't eat them. Like, don't, don't eat them. That's gross. All right. Uh, okay. let's, let's keep going. How many times did not? Oh, yeah. Naaman have to dip himself in the Jordan River to cure his leprosy. It was seven times. That's a hilarious story as well. You know, he comes to, Naaman comes to the yes. door and he's like, oh, what do I do to heal my leprosy? Dip in the Jordan. And he's like, I could go to so many other better rivers. What are you talking about? And so, and then his servant's like, bro, like if it's really <laughs> dipping in the river seven times, just yes. do it. And he does, and he's healed, and it's an amazing witness to Naban of the power of God, and mm. he praises God as a result. It's really awesome. Amen. And then you've got, which of the following miracles was performed by both Elijah and Elisha? Yeah, parting the waters. They part the water to go one way, and then Elisha, Elijah sends, and he parts the water to go back mm-hmm. the other way. You know, it's on, on a bit of a journey. There, uh, through the Jordan River. All three of those were done by um, at least one of them, but that was yes. the only one that was done by two of them. Mm, absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. The axe head floating and making the bit of water drinkable and calling fire down from heaven. Yeah, yep. they all participated in mm. amazing miracles like 100%. this. And the Bible also gives us the advice too. It says, uh, Elijah was a man like us, you know, mm. he prayed. Uh, mm-hmm. And the Bible gives us that advice in the New Testament, pray like Elijah would. Yes, Amazing stuff. Amazing. And then a new commandment. I give to you that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this, all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Mm. Found in John thirteen thirty four. All right. And finally here, whom did Pharaoh order to kill all the Hebrew baby boys? It was the midwives. Yes. And, you know, he manipulates these Egyptian midwives to, to kill all these babies. And what is so amazing is that they stand on their principles and decide to, yeah, to not, uh, to not do that. They mm-hmm. decide to really, uh, yeah, put put their feet down and and to to enable life. So it's a really really powerful situation. We've got a number of text messages that we have come do. through. So we have one here from Elizabeth. She says, "Hi all, new listener here since first of January. Am really enjoying the programs. Have learned a lot. Also appreciate all the health shows and segments. Blessing to all at Faith FM." Oh, thanks, Elizabeth. That's yes. amazing. Yeah, it's it's been a blessing, and we've been seeing you know more and more people text in mm. and and join us uh, on the breakfast show and throughout the day as well, throughout all our different programming, which comes from all over Australia, by the way. Absolutely. Amazingly, got a text message from Wayne here. It says, "Good morning, uh, Shell. So unexpected. Thank you for the song, and I believe he was talking about Ten Thousand Reasons yes. when we played." that brought goosebumps and tears of joy thank you happy sabbath praise god and Amen. of course coming up to the to the sabbath uh mm. you know this evening and and through saturday as well so great stuff there but yeah shell does a fantastic job and she's got an offsider now as well rachel in the studio doing a great job holding it down on the decks getting it done producing for us i got a final text message here from simon and of course he was texting in about mm. we're talking about prosperity we're talking about prayer he says thanks guys very helpful discussion it is clear it is about the heart attitude in all this absolutely 
It's about seeing the needs and giving to them and God will supply mm. as a result. You know, it's really, really important, really valuable. And we've come to the end of the show, Nikita. We've come to the end of the week. It's flown by again. That's right. God is good, though. We've Amen. been really blessed and we've been, yeah, happy to broadcast. And mm-hmm. i got to remind you as well that throughout today and over the weekend, we have amazing programming that you guys should listen to. And like usual, when we get to the end of the show, we always yes. give away something just for free. You don't need to answer any questions. You just need to race to the phone. 0491-064-669 is the number to text. And if you text that number, you just have to say the word book. The first text will through win our book. And I've got a good one here. Golden tips for those golden years. This is all about healthy life choices that enhance longevity. Hey, are you listening this morning and, you know, feeling old? Do you want to feel gold? Hey, that's what this Why book is all about. Why are you looking over at me? Like, <laughs> I'm not looking at that. No, that's You're not true. Over I was here. looking at Nikita mostly. <laughs> oh, no, you were looking at Shell predominantly. Oh, hey, hey. What is <laughs> Very it? much looking uh, at I, me. I feel like there is some, like, there is this, like, estrogen-based bond that's happening <laughs> in the studio, and it's getting up against me, and that's okay. I mean, whatever. Like, <laughs> that's cool. Hey, but golden tips for those golden years. This is a fantastic book. It's not just for old people, but it's, like, for everyone who isn't wanting to enable longevity in their life, which I think is really fantastic throughout health because particularly mm. those health principles are actually given to us by the Bible. Amen. Again, that number is 0491 Sky also sent in a text message. She sent, sent a photo and messenger of my favorite pigs and it's a guinea pigs and they're really, really cute. It's so, adorable. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us this week and have a fantastic weekend. Spend Sabbath resting and remember to talk faith, live faith and act faith and you'll grow strong in Jesus Christ. God be with you. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.